This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Inside Story on BFM 89.9. Good evening, this is Sharmila Ganesan. Tonight, the increase in the price of imported rice. So first, we speak to an economist to understand what's happening and how this will impact consumers. Later, we hear how this will affect eateries. But we want to hear from you. Is rice a big part of your daily diet? And if you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? Call 77332900, tweet us at BFM Radio, send us a voice note or WhatsApp at our U-Mobile number 018789. This is Inside Story. is 6.07 and let's get right into it. So from the 1st of September, Bernas has announced a 36% increase in the price of imported white rice nationwide. So it will go from 2,350 ringgit per tonne to 3,200 ringgit per tonne. Now, uh, based on a statement from Bernas, the rise in this price is in keeping with the global market's latest pricing on imported rice and that Bernas has been absorbing this rising cost over the last few years. And among the reasons named include climate change, the weakening foreign exchange rate, high operational costs, as well as regional conflicts. Um, And of course, this also comes uh, on the wake of India's recent announcement on the ban of exporting white rice, which has contributed to rising rice prices. However, Bernas also affirmed that they are working with the Ministry of Agriculture and Food Security to guarantee a stable rice supply to Malaysia and to ensure food security within the nation. So, of course... It is worth saying, uh, just to be clear, this isn't only this. This only affects imported white rice. Local white rice um, will remain at the same price. However, um, there is concern already being expressed, particularly by the FNB sector, um, because a lot of them, um, a lot of them, are now talking about having to shift to using local white rice, um, wondering whether um, this means that there is there needs to be discussions about um, perhaps how. How much they charge for their for their dishes and whether they need to raise prices, especially because this comes on the wake of um, other commodities also um, going up, uh, cost of living in general going up, operational costs going up as well. So we will try and um, understand how uh, this is going to impact both the average consumer as well as the FNB business. But we do want to hear from you as well. Um, is rice a big part of your daily diet? If you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can call 77332900, WhatsApp, or send us a voice note at 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we will be speaking with Professor Dr. Ahmad Razman Abdul Latif, Economic Analyst at the Putra Business School. So keep it here on Inside Story, BFM 89.9. Brainy, fancy material. BFM 89.9. 
it's 6.11. You're listening to Inside Story with Sharmila. And we're talking about the rise in the price of imported rice. I've been saying this sentence so many times today and I'm realising that it is quite a tricky one to get out. But um, yes, so we're talking about uh, the the increased uh, price for imported rice and how that is likely to affect the consumer as well as businesses. And we'd like to hear from you. Is rice a big part of your daily diet? If you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now on the line is Professor Dr. Ahmed Rasman Abdul Latif, economic economic analyst at the Putra Business School. Dr. Rasman, good to have you with us. Hi, thank you for inviting me. So let's start by looking at this move by Bernas to raise the price for imported white rice. What were the factors behind this decision? I think from their own uh, press statement, they did mention that there are many uh, factors, especially the external factors, such as the decision by India uh, to restrict the export of their white rice, as well as the volatility, the uncertainty related to the fluctuation of ringgit measure against uh, US dollar. So that's actually uh, major contributing factors when we uh, import um, uh, products from the overseas, especially the food. Now, we, of course, import 30% of our rice needs. Could you help us contextualize this number? How reliant are Malaysians on imported white rice? Okay, what um, happened now in the situation in Malaysia, um, we are actually a net importer of uh, food. We probably produce enough chicken and chicken only for rice. Uh, our self sufficient ratios between 65 to 70 percent, meaning that um, out of 100, for example, um, uh, packet of rice, uh, we can uh, on, we can only produce 70 uh, percent of the need, and the 30 percent is actually uh, need to be imported. So when we're talking about the the current situation. Um, we still need to, to import 30% and the increase of uh, imported uh, white rice uh, covers uh, this uh, 30% portion. Now, given the, the increase in the price, let's say this group of people, this 30%, were to move to buying domestic rice instead. Do we have enough supply of local rice to accommodate that? Um, if we look at the statement by the government, even they have request, requested the domestic producer to increase their localized production to ensure that there's enough supply of localized for the market. And um, this is, uh, again, to to enable the customer not to be forced to buy the more expensive imported white rice. And bear in mind, the local rice price will remain at 2 ringgit, city ringgit per, 2 ringgit city cent per kilogram. So that's actually the uh, what uh, the government has done to 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 make sure there is enough uh, supply of local rice uh, to to the masses. Do our farmers and paddy millers have the capacity to fulfil this uh, increase of supply within a short time period? 
Um, most likely, it will be um, quite difficult for the local uh, uh, producer, but uh, they do have a reserve, uh, and this is what they're going to do to release uh, some of the reserve to the to the market. Um, but again, if we uh, look at the current situation, there are many uh, event or situation where uh, many farmers have managed to increase the yield of their rice produce by employing uh, latest uh, technology and methods. And in the long run, I think uh, our country will be able to increase our own rice production so that uh, things like this will, will, will not uh, happen again. So let's look at how this uh, increase will impact households. Yeah, uh, What sort of adjustments might families have to make in their grocery budgeting? Okay, for the typical household in Malaysia, um, uh, I think when we talk about the need to consume rice, we still have uh, many options, uh, especially uh, the government even guaranteed that the local um, white rice uh, will be made available uh, to all. So I don't think there will be some significant negative impact to our household. But the concern probably uh, when we uh, go outside and eat at the restaurant, because that is probably where the consumer will, will feel the hike in the price. Yeah, so we will be actually speaking to uh, we will be speaking to a representative from the restaurant sector later. But we'd like to get your thoughts on it as well. Already, a number of restaurants are expressing concern that they may have to increase the price of their rice dishes and so on. Uh, is this uh, a real concern? You think? Um, well, if the hike is real. And um, the, the the thing that this um, restaurant owner must realize that uh, if the price hike is too high, the consumer will simply uh, not going to um, spend uh, on the food outside. So this probably will change the behavior of the consumer themselves, meaning uh, probably they will start uh, to eat their own food at home. And we can see from the demand and supply of the whole market, if the the, the price is too high, uh, I don't think the customer will, will just continue or um, maintain uh, their, uh, their current lifestyle. So it's always uh, will be depending on the supply and demand factor. Yeah, so then in that case, if we look at it from the perspective of the restaurants, it does leave them sort of uh, stuck if, if they have to deal with increasing costs, but at the same time struggle with raising the price, right? Is this likely to affect the F&B operators? Yes, definitely. So they have to... Um come up with a better strategy, um, maybe uh, focusing on uh, other type of food that do not explain this kind of uh, increase in price, be more innovative, provide value added, not necessarily uh, on the price itself. So I'm sure uh, when uh, things like this happen, and these kind of things happen many times for the past uh, few couple of years, and uh, the, those uh, who still remain in the business are those that can uh, remain competitive by offering offering value added and uh, offering something that uh, what the consumer really need and not necessarily uh, want. Is there, a, or rather there has been a concern that the price hike of imported rice will cause a chain reaction to the price of other goods. Do you expect to see an increase in price of other regular household items? Um, 
if we are talking about um, the root cause uh, of this price hike, so um, I'm referring to the external factors when we look into the instability of ringgit against um, US dollar. So definitely, yeah, it's going to affect the, the rest of the type of food because, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we are net importer of food, and um, and but. If you notice that the the, the, the the other factor causing the white rice price to, to increase is because of a particular country, India, who decided to restrict the export. So, so that, that's a double reason there, double factor there. But of course, um, if the external factor is, 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 is happen, happening at global stage, um, definitely uh, it's going to have an impact on other food as well. What else uh, would you like to see from the government in terms of aiding with this local rice supply, particularly uh, to that point that you mentioned earlier, uh, becoming more self-reliant in the long term? Uh, uh, yes, definitely. Uh, the government had to make sure that uh, their agro food uh, policy 2.0, which was launched a couple of years ago, will be um, uh, implemented uh, fully. But uh, immediately, I also have this concern that um, there might be some unscrupulous. Uh, uh, traders or retailer or even wholesaler who decided to uh, um, restrict the supply of uh, local rice to take advantage of a higher price of the imported. So enforcement is very important right now. Uh, everyone needs to play their role to monitor um, the, the the supply of the rice in the market so that we don't want uh, some parties taking advantage of the situation and cause the reduce of um, local white rice supplies. Dr. Razman, thanks for speaking with us today. You're welcome. That was Professor Dr. Ahmad Razman Abdul Latif, Economic Analyst at the Putra Business School, weighing in and helping us understand in many ways this uh, increase in the price of imported rice. Um, and we have been asking you, is rice a big part of your daily diet? If you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. So we have plenty of um, messages that are already coming in. Uh, clearly, rice is a very emotive subject for many of us Asians. Let's. I think we have time for a couple of these before we move. Um, go to the break. Let's start with this voice note from Shazwan. Hi, guys. You know what? Yeah, okay. So rice has been uh, a big part of my diet since I was young. To what we can do to replace it, I'm seriously not really sure. I also would like to have uh, an idea from uh, other uh, listener because uh, in my time, in my parents' time, they did not ever try to uh, teach us on uh, making any substitutes or uh, eat other than rice. But in my time, when I, after I have a, I, I'm having a family, uh, I try to to have like a much more Western kind of style dinner and lunch where uh, did not depend too much on rice, where we just like yeah try getting it mash, uh, mashed potato salad uh, steaks or uh, fish uh, once at a time but you know what it doesn't feel right for me so I, I'm not really sure I tried but uh, it's just 
you cannot separate life uh, our life from from rice for me and if we got any tips i would love to hear it uh, thank you so much Shazwan, I can just imagine a t-shirt saying no life without rice. And I feel like we'd all want one of those. No, I, I get you. I think um, because of the kind of food that we're used to eating or that we're raised with, some of or rather many of our dishes just don't work with something other than rice, right? Um, and I think um, even if, and, and to be clear, again, I wanted to say this increase is not affecting our domestic rice. It is only imported rice that's going up in price. Um, but as we heard from our guest earlier as well, um, it might mean that we might pay more for rice dishes. So things like uh, your mixed rice could cost a little bit more. Um, and I agree that I think sometimes uh trying to decide what to have that doesn't include rice on a regular basis. Because it's one thing to want to have a treat that isn't um, perhaps a rice meal, but I do think many people would struggle and even making substitutions often feels, like you said, not quite right. Uh, but... Like Shazwan, I'm also keen to hear from others as well. Um, is rice a big part of your daily diet? And if you had to cut down or substitute it with something else, what would you replace it with? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We'll be back after this for more of your messages. BFM 89.9. Banish fraudulent manoeuvres. BFM 89.9. It is 6.38. You're listening to Inside Story with Sharmila. And we've been talking about an increase in the price of imported white rice nationwide. Uh, an increase of 36%, in fact. Um, and we've been asking you whether, um, well, whether rice is a big part of your daily diet. If you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018 Double nine tweet us at BFM Radio. Um, so we actually have um, a number of people talking about rice and uh, replacement and so on. But before we get to those, uh, an, uh, a lot of thoughts coming in on our situation in the first place. Um, why perhaps we haven't worked on decreasing our reliance on imported rice and uh, perhaps what we should be doing to uh, essentially address food security. So on that point, we do have a voice note that's come in. This is from Bing. Rice is definitely a stable diet for all Malaysians and it's also one of the main pillars of a lot of uh, additional foods that's made from rice. I can use examples like rice vinegar, uh, bihun, no, those are made from rice, right? Your popia skin that is made from rice, like for the Vietnamese food, right? Uh, those are rice made, nah. So how to change the diet, right? Definitely, if you have a price increase in rice, which is staple, a staple means inflation will kick in. That's for sure. Unless, uh, luckily, and there's no minister that's like the previous fellow who said, Malaysians can also eat quinoa, you know? as an alternative <laughs> funny right anyway just be mindful about that because uh, the ministries that are involved in food security they have to really buff, beef up lah. Right? you will go to Amadi's website right now you will not be able to find a lot of data on the foods your basic food even your sawi also they don't have any data on that right that alone rice 
right? And uh, you, if you look into uh, cycles of harvest, right? Uh, Thailand is already on four cycles, and now we're only talking about three cycles. That shows you how backdated we are as a country when it comes to food security. That's why we're that importer, right? The only people who are doing it well are actually private initiatives, like your chicken fellas, right? They have their, their own database for that. Yeah, your durian fellas now, because they do their own durian uh, calculation, they have all the data points, and the palmer fellas la, for oils. La. But it doesn't mean that Malaysians uh, will be just uh, eating durians and consuming uh, palm oil as a drink, right? Malaysia just needs to wake up. La. Bing, uh, thank you for that. Uh, and then for that, uh, you know, flashback to the days of quinoa being suggested. Uh, but you're not alone in, in your criticisms, honestly. So Shah, for instance, is saying food security is a real issue. Um, you know, India's ban and so on is uh, should be a wake-up call. Why are we not doing more? Uh, particularly because we have, uh, you know, Kedah, Sabah and Sarawak. We're not maximizing the usage. We don't have consistency in our agricultural policy. Winks, meanwhile, says... My geography book says that Malaysia was a major producer of rice, but why hasn't this produced production increased gradually over the decades so that we're not in the situation? Neil pointing out uh, that a monopoly perhaps is the problem. Why should one company have control over our rice imports? Let's open it up and let the companies compete. Um, Kadresan uh, pointing out perhaps that uh, Bernas could be doing uh, cost-cutting measures and uh, or even whether the government should be taking over from them. So a number of points being made about uh, perhaps our food security situation and management of uh, how our rice industry is uh, getting on. But um, we are also getting plenty of thoughts on uh, whether rice is a staple for most of you and if you had to cut down what we would replace it with. Now, I did want to reiterate that this is largely um, a thought exercise because um, the increase in price is for imported white rice. Local white rice price remains the same. But we've been asking you if rice is a big part of your daily diet and if you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. So, um... I just wanted to start off to set the tone with this from Fadzli, who says, replace rice, just run me over and shoot me in the head twice. Um, Fadzli, you know, I think a lot of people might actually agree with you. But uh, speaking of rhyming, um, seems to have brought out a, a quite a poetic streak in our listeners. Siemens goes, amidst the market's ups and downs, not so nice. We grumble at the store about the price increase of rice. Yes, when uh, we complain about price increases, I mean, might as well make it rhyme, right? Otherwise... It would just be quite boring all around. Um, we also have a voice note that's come in. This is from Madhav. As much as our current modern society want to try to follow the Western culture and diet, I don't think we can ever replace rice and the impact that it has on our society and our culture. I mean, food is a big part of our culture. I mean... Even the fact that, you know, the, the parrotals and the varuvals and all that, they just don't taste the same with mashed potatoes. But if you're talking about a replacement, it's as much as rice is expensive, but even replacements like quinoa and all that tend to be more expensive than rice. So I think rice is still the best thing to go for at this point of time. 
Madhav, uh, thank you so much for that. I can't imagine mashed potatoes with parrotels and marvels. So on that, at least, I agree with you. Um, and also, I think your point about um, many of the substitutes that people might think of for rice, uh, like quinoa or even uh, couscous, could bring up your monthly expenses more than, than one would expect. And, and so really, I think um, besides it just being a preference for many people and something that we are deeply used to that suits uh, the kind of food we might eat on a daily basis, there is also a cost factor involved when we think about substitutions. Um, but a lot of people talking about uh, what they might substitute for. So Ridza first says, yes, I consume rice daily. Uh, bread, noodles and kwetiau would be the affordable alternative. Uh, Norman, meanwhile, says noodles. Meanwhile, uh, an anonymous listener says, I've been cutting down on rice and my BMI and weight has been improving. Generally, I rotate my rice replacement with things like bread, pasta, yam, tapioca, sweet potato, maize, while being careful not to overdo the, the carbs. So I've been watching my weight and diet. So now I have an additional objective, watching my expenses. Uh, Shaz, meanwhile, says many restaurants rolling out fettuccine masak lemak now. Have a go at it. It's delicious. Also, there's kus to replace rice with. I've not seen fettuccine masak lemak, although very recently I saw a rendang spaghettini, which um, was quite delicious. So that's quite interesting. Um, to be fair, health and uh, substitution are, are two different things, right? Because on the one hand, we have those who are talking about, well, it's good to cut down on carbs, in which case a pasta may not necessarily serve much of a, you know, do much in terms of cutting those carbs down. But on the other hand, I think uh, substitutions and cutting down on rice as a cost-cutting measure, noodles actually are quite a great substitute for a lot of things. Um, to the anonymous listener's point, I love that list of things that you talked about, the yam, the tapioca, the sweet potato, all of which are great options if you're worried about cost, because those are local, um, can be quite affordable as well. So thank you for that. Um, do keep your thoughts coming. We do need to take a quick break, but we'll be back after this. Let us know, is rice a big part of your daily diet? If you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Bigotry Free Malaysia, BFM 89.9. It's 6.51. You're listening to Inside Story with Sharmila. And we are talking about an increase in the price of imported white rice. Um, and so asking you, is rice a big part of your daily diet? If you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, we have, let's see, well, firstly, Sharil just says, Rice equals life, which has been the tone of many of the messages coming through today. So um, I have a feeling many would agree. Uh, but we have some others talking about um, rice being uh, perhaps uh, or rather substituting rice um, being one way to be healthier. So Edwin says, uh, no, carb free and be healthy. Pauline, meanwhile, says Malaysians are too dependent on carbohydrates and rice. Obesity is on the rise. We need to cut down on rice and carbs together with sugar. I use vegetables as my alternative to rice or tofu. Rice is no longer my daily staple. So, uh, Pauline, I, I think that um, 
if you are concerned about carbs, really, then obviously what most dietitians recommend is upping your protein intake, right? So substituting it for another carb doesn't necessarily work unless you're sort of doing your calorie counting and so on. Um, Liana, though, says, rice stopped becoming my primary diet over a decade ago. It sounds villainous to say out loud for a Malaysian. How? Being forced to taman my mom with her no-carb protein diet for a month. It started off with bougie rice replacements like quinoa and couscous, but our wallets couldn't hold that lifestyle. The trick is variety. Sure, replacements like potatoes, beans, greens, cauliflower rice, roti jala, shredded cabbage, whole wheat breads don't do rice justice, but the more you eat and change up the recipe, the more your body gets used to it. Or rather, you detox from the body's reliance on rice as an energy source. Don't get me wrong, I didn't cut rice out completely. I have rice during special occasions like Raya. Um, Liana, actually, that's a great list of uh, substitutions. And, you know, it actually sounds quite delicious. I'm not the biggest rice eater. Um, again, even saying that out loud as a Malaysian sounds a little scandalous. Um, it's not because I don't enjoy rice, but I think it's because I enjoy variety in my diet. Um, so I get bored if I eat uh, too many days, too many meals, um, you know, subsequent, consequently, my goodness, uh, too many days of just having rice back to back tends to bore me. Um, so I, I love that idea of replacing it with different sorts of um, substitutions, although I um, there are some things I just cannot do. Um, I think uh, someone earlier talked about replacing mashed potatoes in, uh, replacing rice with mashed potatoes in a sort of a, a curry, and that doesn't really work for me. Um, I'm not even super convinced with quinoa with, say, for instance, like a an Indian curry. Um, but I think that um, I think that thinking about this more as um, a way to diversify your palate rather than a way to restrict yourself from things is perhaps the way to go. Uh, Sean is saying, maybe we can go back to eating sweet potatoes and tapioca like our grandparents' time during World War II. We could also try oats or potatoes, which are high in starch. Um, so again, oats is one of those things that I've been deeply suspicious about as a substitute. I love oats as a breakfast food and with sweet things. But every time I look at a recipe um, for oats with savory toppings, I get a little bit put off. Um, again, maybe because I'm not used to it. If anybody has suggestions or ideas, I'd be happy to hear it. We have um, Zaki saying, rice is a basic staple for most Malaysians, including myself. I've started to reduce my intake for the past few years, mainly due to health reasons, but nothing beats a steaming plate of white rice. Since we're no longer self-sufficient in food production, this increase in price is just going to hurt our wallets even more. Eating out is going to cost more, but I think one way to reduce the cost is to cut out the meats in our diet. Most meat dishes cost at least two to three times higher than vegetables, and we can reduce our costs by choosing vegetables over meat. Lastly, we should explore replacing rice with the humble ubi kayu or cassava. It's cheap, easily available, plus it can be processed into higher value products. We should promote more dishes using cassava. I... You know, I love how many people have been bringing up things like ubikayu or yam or sweet potato because really they're so underrated as a source of nutrients, um, as a filling uh, filling meal that's also healthy. Um, and I love that idea. I do think that um, even if you're not talking about replacing rice completely, again, going back to just changing up your menu, um, learning to like eating new things would definitely be something we could all think about. Um, just to close off on this side of things, we have 
well, a couple of people um, sort of making another point to a certain former prime minister. Um, Yang says, we all shall shift to quinoa from rice, just like our previous PM. Uh, and Rose says, based on the recent decision by our national carrier, I take it first class passengers will now be distinguished from those seated way behind by their imported rice meals packed for them versus local rice meals self-packed. Oh, as an alternative, I hear kajang quinoa is pretty decent. Guys, quinoa has gotten a bad rap in Malaysia. I do like a good um, quinoa salad and so on. So let's not, you know, throw the quinoa completely by the wayside, even though I admit it can be quite a bit pricier than rice. Do keep your thoughts coming. We are asking you, is rice a big part of your daily diet? If you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We'll be back after this for more of your messages. BFM 89.9. Break from mediocrity. BFM 89.9. It is 7.07. You're listening to Inside Story with Sharmila. We've been talking about the increase in the price of imported white rice, uh, an increase of 36%, in fact. And we've been asking you, is rice a big part of your daily diet? If you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can call us. You can send us a voice note. You can WhatsApp us. You can tweet us. Um, we have still a number of messages that have come in. So Jessica says, oh, I love my rice, especially for dinner. I feel very satisfied after having rice at night. For lunch, though, I can go easy. Um, so I identify with this. Um, I prefer not to have rice twice a day. Um, I usually pick one meal to have rice. And if I already had a meal of rice, then I tend not to repeat it. Um, again, not so much because I'm being healthy, even though... Sometimes that's part of it. It's mostly just because I get bored having rice more than once a day. Um, Susan, meanwhile, actually a number of people making uh, the point that it is quite expensive, actually, to substitute rice for other um, substantive uh, sort of food. Susan says there's no substitute for rice. Alternatives like noodles, bread are too expensive in the long run. To keep to a budget, probably got to eat more porridge as a closer substitute. Uh, meanwhile, Siemens goes, proteins are more expensive than rice. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm not so sure about, say, noodles, which I think can still be reasonably affordable for many people, uh, though not necessarily the best alternative for everything that you might use rice for. But I do think some of the other suggestions like quinoa or um, couscous and so on uh, could in the long run become quite pricey. Um, Shaifulizam says, rice is roughly 50 cents per day per person, 15 ringgit monthly. It's a negligible financial impact. Three ringgit for tetare is more painful. Rice is probably still the cheapest compared to bread, noodles, potatoes and so on. Uh, Jeff, meanwhile, just saying, it's a bit susa to eat quinoa with the hands. Uh, Jeff, you know, I can't say I've ever tried, so I'll take your word for it. Um, anyway, do keep your thoughts coming. Um, we will continue the conversation conversation after this. But we are asking you, is rice a big part of your daily diet? And if you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be hearing from the restaurant sector. We'll be joined by C. Krishnan, Deputy President of the Malaysian Indian Restaurant Owners Association or PRIMAS. So keep it here, BFM 89.9. 
Bruce Freddie Morrissey, BFM 89.9. It is 7.11. You're listening to... You're listening to Inside Story with Sharmila. Uh, we're talking about the rise in the price of rice. That's going to be our podcast title, by the way. Stay tuned. Um, and we've been asking you um, whether rice is a big part of your daily diet. And if you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can call us. You can send us a voice note. You can WhatsApp us. You can tweet us. Um, but... One sector that um, is looking to be affected by this is obviously the F&B sector. So we will be hearing from them. Uh, joining us on the line now is C. Krishnan, the Deputy President of the Malaysian Indian Restaurant Owners Association. Uh, Krishnan, good to have you with us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for giving this opportunity. So how will the price hike of imported rice affect restaurant owners? Are they prepared for this sudden increase? Uh, <clears throat> Uh, basically, I mean, we don't prepare ourselves for anything for price hike because uh, now everything comes as a shock. There's no any pre-announcement uh, or pre-information about what is uh, uh, what price is going up because most of the uh, suppliers they're just suddenly giving giving us a notice of a day uh, to increase any of their price or less, at least less than a week. So we uh, rice being a very bigger part of our, our menu. Uh, we always believe rice normally the modest or the the, the minimum cost that uh, would cost to give to the customer. And suddenly, uh, as you know, especially after COVID, uh, most of the raw materials and imported uh, pulses and spices, the price have gone up. Likewise, this uh, rice is also now uh, uh, is giving us a threat. Uh, due to probably it's going to be probably because uh, uh, the less uh, import going to be in uh, like India is stopping export to Malaysia. And so actually what I was going to follow that up with was um, what are you hearing from the restaurant operators? Are they thinking of increasing price, the price of rice dishes on their menu? Uh, the answer for now is no, because normally uh, you know, if any other uh, issues uh, because of price hike, normally we don't take an immediate decision to uh, raise the price. Normally we will take a approach of wait and see. Uh, so as of now, we have no any idea of increasing the, uh, you know, uh, cost or cost being a uh, selling price of rice, uh, because uh, uh, as you said, if I if I'm selling if I'm selling a dish. Uh, to my customer, the whatever the uh, dishes that are prepared by rice, it will be the costing around 30% of the uh, sales price. So if we are so, talking about an increase in the price of rice, um, however, um, a lot of restaurants perhaps not yet thinking of keeping their uh, of increasing their prices, um, how will their bottom line be impacted? How can restaurants sustain their business? Yeah, it is going to be tough, but as you know, uh, we have been hitting by multiple uh, issues uh, similar this, like this for the last two years, ever since, or maybe one and a half years after the uh, you know, COVID uh, slowdown. So, um, and uh, we are still struggling to uh, 
uh, adjust the other causes. But but if you see like uh, vegetable and other raw materials, poultry items, and also pulses and spices and all of them, the price has gone up very, very high. And uh, as I said, if I'm selling a meal for 10 ringgit, the rice cost that I am putting on that particular meal is only about 20% of the cost, which means about 2 ringgit or less than uh, 3 ringgit. So, uh, I don't know, some of them uh, will cost even lesser because of the portioning. So, uh, we may uh, play a little bit on not to raise the price of the rice, but instead, whichever other items, which is prices obviously has gone up too far high, like 100 to the percent, which we have no other option but uh, rising it. So we would do that uh, as for now, but uh, rice probably uh, we may lose a bit or maybe we will just, uh, you know, break even that point. So, but we may not want to uh, rise the price of rice. But another thing that I would like to uh, stress here is, as you know, the price hike or price rise for all the items are very obvious. And we would want the customers and our our veterans who are using uh, I mean, our services to accept and accommodate the scenario of which is so obvious that everything has gone up. And I do see customers do accept the fact that yes, the uh, things prices have gone up and uh, they begin to accommodate that issue. Uh, they are not very much like compared to before, you will have a rebut immediately why uh, they all complain to the relevant department or something like that. But now I, they are also feeling the pinch that everything has gone up. So I believe uh, the customer will also understand the issue of, uh, uh, you know, the price issue. But what we would do, for now, we'll wait and see. But if, you see, as you know, uh, Singapore and a few other countries who are importing rice from, uh, especially the bigger exporter of uh, world rice is India, they have appealed to the Indian government to reconsider the ban to their country, but their appeal that India has been uh, uh, courtesy enough to agree and then to not to uh, impose ban on these particular countries. They agreed to export certain thousand metric tons, which I don't know the number. So I hope the government need to make the similar approach. Uh, as our rice is one of the most uh, uh, I mean, eatable uh, main dish for us, so we appeal to the government also. So we will wait and see if such thing it is not going to happen or the import, uh, the amount of rice that imported, if doesn't increase or we don't have any other sources to import rice from any other country, then obviously the price is going to be even more higher in a matter of time. And that point of time, we have no choice but to rise. Thank you. So actually, this um, the increases in the uh, cost of imported rice. How reliant actually are restaurants on imported rice compared to local rice? Okay, you see, now we sometimes we are also not too sure which is imported rice and which is not imported rice because a lot of rice are repacked, imported and repacked into local brand. So uh, it sounds very local. Uh, so, but then uh, some of the rice rice are imported either from uh, uh, Thailand or maybe other countries. So some of them we we don't know. But if you are looking at uh, most of uh, 
Malaysian uh, restaurants other than specific rice like basmati or uh, you know there is parboiled rice specially imported from India or Pakistan or uh, you know uh, Myanmar uh, those are the rices are quite special rice which is very expensive and those will be uh, if uh, if some restaurants are giving those rices as one of the special items then probably they might feel the uh, pinch if I'm only selling normal rice that mostly that I know we get from local market or imported from Thailand, then uh, we may not uh, feel uh, the pinch very badly. But to tell you on a very uh, understanding basis, now the, the, the rice that I've been buying for my restaurant, now the uh, per kg price have gone up to from 70 cents to more than a ringgit. So, uh, which means uh, it is definitely... Uh, around 30-40% uh, of the previous price. So it will definitely affect. Uh, but uh, uh, as you know, only the normal rice are, are very difficult if I if I, I keep using it. But other rices, other rice you still get. So uh, it is going to be tough. Uh, but again, we said we don't want to you know, uh, give a negative uh, a remark uh, because we are worried. Because as we, as of now, we are already facing so much of issues. We have to fight to keep the cost down. Again, the rice is also going to give you another uh, jerk. Now we are trying to manage. So we, it's going to affect our customers. And uh, we don't want to have an immediate, you know, um, problem on sales and uh, and, and, and the service to the customer. So just to close off, this increase, of course, is only um, the latest in a number of items that have been rising in the last year or so. And this, of course, has a knock-on effect on the restaurant industry. How prepared are restaurant operators to deal with these constant increases? What do you think needs to be in place? Okay. Uh, that is, uh, uh, we have no choice if... Uh, this is going to be the scenario, but we have to raise price. But we we will also have a negative impact because of that. But again, as I said earlier, the public aware about this phenomena, and they also feel the uh, issues. So I believe uh, the customer is also beginning to accept, uh, you know, uh, the challenges ahead. So I'm not saying it is not going to affect. It will definitely affect, but. What I was, uh, what I've been thinking is, we need to uh, cut down cost, or we have to control costs on wastage as well as portioning, as well as uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, you see, like uh, wastage in the sense that we may have a lot of varieties which is base is from rice, but now if you want to have all of them to serve to your customer. You may it may increase your wastage, but now what I have to do is, I have to come out with you know very limited uh, a menu uh, which is uh, reducing the wastage, which may going to help uh, our operation, but I don't know. It depends on um, other operators uh, based on their own practicality, but the only way that we look at is uh, you know now we have to be very very careful on spending and controlling the food cost as well as the uh, wastage. So probably that is going to help at least about 5% of our production cost. Krishnan, thank you so much for speaking with us today.
That was C. Krishnan, Deputy President of the Malaysian Indian Restaurant Owners Association, or PRIMAS, weighing in on how the cost of um, how the cost how the increase in the cost of imported white rice is impacting the restaurant sector. We have also been asking you: Is rice a big part of your daily diet? If you had to cut down, what would you replace it with? You can keep your thoughts coming. You can call us. You can send us a voice note. You can WhatsApp us. We can, you can tweet us. We have this voice note that's come in. This is from Arif. Malaysian without rice is not Malaysian, right? <laughs> because rice is considered the main food that was consumed by Malaysian. So when talking about diet, right, it's okay to consume rice even though you are in a diet mood. But you need to remember if you are in a diet mode, you need to ensure that half of your plates need to put uh, vegetable and fruits because that contribute the most to your healthy lifestyle and diet. Arif, thank you for that. Um, you know, I think that's that's a good tip. Um, again, if you are someone for whom rice is necessary, and that's a lot of people who are really just used to having rice as part of their daily diet, um, you don't necessarily have to completely cut it out. It just means that there are ways to meal plan around which you can have smaller portions of it and so on. Uh, we have uh, Naga saying, rice is a big part of diets for most Asians. It has been for ages and some feel that without rice, their hunger is not sated. So with recent news that rice could con- contribute to obesity and so on, there are people who are moving away from it. I do take rice, but with portion control. I think that might be the way forward. Uh, Kamarun, meanwhile, says... Restaurants can maybe give smaller rice portions uh, with more chicken or greens, perhaps. So I... I see where you're coming from, Cameron, but I'm wondering whether people might complain because uh, if you're if you're used to getting a certain amount of rice with your dish and now you see it being cut down, whether you're still okay with paying the same amount for that price. So um, it is something worth thinking about. And as we heard from our guest earlier, though, uh, customers are also largely being more understanding when it comes to um, the fact that Things are more expensive and restaurants are having to figure out how to make this work. But that is all the time we have for today. Uh, We have been talking about um, the increase in the cost of imported white rice. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.